0: This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is brought to you by ArtCloud. ArtCloud's trusted by thousands of galleries, artists, and collectors worldwide. ArtCloud's all-in-one art management solution, an integrated art marketplace, is the fastest growing of its kind. You can use ArtCloud's marketplace to discover and buy exceptional pieces tailored for your taste, share your favorites with friends and fellow art enthusiasts, and even use the app to visualize artwork in your own space. If you're an artist or gallery, plug into ArtCloud's best-in-class art management platform, including easy-to-use client inventory management, sales assistance, and the opportunity to grow your business by placing your art on ArtCloud's booming marketplace. So, are you ready to explore ArtCloud? Registration's free, so sign up now on artcloud.com, that's spelled A-R-T-C-L-D.com. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Green. In this week's episode, we're joined by Asher Edelman, a founding member and CEO of Artemis, an art financing and leasing firm based in New York City and Zurich. Asher, it's great speaking with you. How have you been?
1: I've been real well. I guess we haven't talked for a long time.
0: Yeah, it's been a while, but it's great to have you back on. So you have an interesting sale leaseback program um, that I wanted to ask you about in which you purchase artwork from clients, then lease it back to them. Can you explain to our audience exactly how this process works?
1: We purchase art from clients at wholesale, more or less, and everything is based on that price going forward. Uh, That price is usually around 50% of what you might determine to be retail value, and we will put a lease cost per annum on that transaction of high single digits. The transaction will be for five to ten years, and they have a right to buy the piece back at wholesale plus a small fee at any time in the lease, so that effectively, They've gotten money, they can keep their art on the walls, and uh, they can buy the art back whenever they like to buy it back. Uh, yeah, that's that's really how it works.
0: Yeah, and I'm curious about some of the people who have chosen to pursue this leasing path with you. Um, maybe they require additional liquidity, and so that's the motivation. What are some of the most compelling reasons for them to go this way rather than, say, Get a more standard loan against an artwork that they have?
1: Well, I think under the new tax laws, it's quite interesting because from what I gather, I haven't really examined it that carefully. But under the new tax laws, you're very limited in the interest you can deduct. However, if you lease art and it's for the purpose of selling it or if it's for the purpose of marketing the lobby of your building or it's for the purpose of putting it in your offices, the lease costs from what I understand, continue to be deductible. So that is uh, quite a big advantage. Um, the, the fact that we own the art and they're leasing it allows us to be much more flexible in where and how the art moves so that it can be in their homes. Typically, a condominium builder or developer might want to fill his lobby with great art and will do a five- or ten-year lease. And then when he sells the apartments out, the lease is taken over by the owners of the new condominium. So instead of having to go out and spend two, three million bucks, he can spend lease fees for the time that the building is getting sold out. And then it's over. Then, then the tenants themselves have all the rights and also the lease obligations to the work. So that's a big financial advantage, uh, for, uh, a developer, uh, for, well, it goes on and on. I mean, there are advantages in each case as to why this might make sense over a loan uh, or a full sale, obviously, because then your picture is gone.
0: Can you give us some perspective on how much growth and interest there is now for these kind of liquidity products in the art market relative to when you first started uh, engaging in this type of business?
1: Well, in the first place, you know, I've done art lending before. Um, and we continue to have a vehicle that does do art lending. But, uh, but you know, getting the idea of Artemis across to people where they're losing the ownership of their pictures uh, takes a while, although we've been quite successful at it. And uh, we've been a growing company. And actually, in the year that just passed, we were quite a profitable company, which isn't bad for someone who started in business roughly a year and a half, two years ago, um, as to actually doing business. Um, so... Uh, We don't see the marketplace out there as big as we read about it's supposed to be. Uh, I think the real marketplace out there is uh, probably between a billion and a billion and a half dollars at the moment. I think that we read about it being 10 and 15 billion dollars, but I think that's nonsense. I think the largest player in the business is Sotheby's, but of course they're in the business for... Uh, with different objectives, which is to make the commission, uh, not that we mind, but which is to make the commission on the sale as opposed to only a fairly fairly reasonable interest rate. Um, In any event, those are the levels of the players, and that's uh, where I think we come in, and more and more people are understanding the efficacy of dealing through art leases as opposed to loans.
0: Yeah, I think that was interesting to hear you break down where the industry is at the moment, um, compared to maybe where it's reported to be. Do you think, looking in the future, you know, you said you were hoping to expand your books. If we look in the future, a few years, five years from now, do you feel like there's some sort of catalyst that will be required um, to really take the industry to that next level? Or um, do you think it'll... What do you think can prompt that growth um, in a product, you know, a type of product that maybe the art world uh, it not the norm necessarily?
1: Well, I think that what you're seeing now among most galleries and also uh, private dealers, et cetera, is uh, kind of a dearth of liquidity. And I see in 2018 that it could get worse. And I would expect uh, those folks who do want to stay in the business um, will be accessing whatever they think is the best kind of credit or financing they can get. Um, I see, uh, I see uh, probably a very difficult art market uh, in the next year given the situation with the Chinese not being able to export money. The Russians are not exporting money, certainly to the U.S. Um, and it goes on down a very long list of uh, sources of buying that are slowing down or, or uh, in some cases, ending, I, I sincerely doubt that the ISIS and terrorist crowd in the Middle East is going to let go fallow uh, an enclave of Western art in the middle of their world. We'll see, uh, but I see I see um, some great difficulties uh, for the art market over the next uh, year or so, uh, and I would imagine that that will increase the need for liquidity, um, in certain quarters. You know, I would expect if, if Mr. Trump is, uh, released from his duties, that we'll have a stock market that's a bit different because, uh, certainly the plunge protection plan has been the source of stock market, uh, uh, exuberance. Uh, and, uh, I think, uh, should Pence get into, um, the presidency. He'll be less concerned with an ego-driven stock market and will stop spending government money to support it. And I think that has also been a source of liquidity, certainly, for supporting the art market. Uh, so I can, see, I can see some difficult times ahead for the art market. And of course, that does increase the need for liquidity, which will impact us and certainly other people in the business.
0: Yeah, I really, while I had you here, wanted to get your pulse on where given you're an advisor a collector and have a very good sense of the financial markets and the art markets, and given the strength of the stock market over the past year, what your senses are on uh, the extent to which that'll continue, and especially relevant to this podcast, how that has and will translate to, into the art world.
1: Well, let, let's start, let's go back to the art world for a second, because if, if you were to actually look at... um indexes as they should be calculated, which is to include uh, adjustments for pictures that don't sell at auction, and adjustments for what one can glean from the private market, I think that you would conclude, as I have, that the art market has been down steadily for the past five years, um, and has lost a big element of liquidity, But now I'm covering the entire art market. There are really a few levels to the art market. There's sort of the ego-driven level at the top, um, which uh, uh, gets some odd sources of support from time to time. But it is is certainly about waving your hand and not so much about the pictures and uh, paying as much as possible so you can be a very important person. I think that can fall out pretty quickly. And that has been the art market that we read about and that we believe is up. Uh, After that, as you get down to really perfectly fine pictures, uh, be they uh, contemporary, post-war, modern, or impressionist, or or even old masters or antiquities, um, if you take a look at all those markets and you were to um, evaluate the movements in those markets, uh, correctly, I think you would not be impressed with the last five years of performance in the market. And that causes an awful lot of illiquidity, uh, not so much in the collectors cause they're not rushing to sell normally, but an awful lot of liquidity in the private dealers and, and even in the galleries, um, which means that an awful lot of art comes to the market and, uh, Or need some level of financing if these people stay in business Uh, and it is uh, it is certainly where we are today
0: Asher thanks so much for coming on the podcast and talking with us about Artemis a really interesting uh, leasing firm you have in New York and Zurich as well as sharing some general thoughts about the art market where it may be heading if our listeners want to learn more about Artemis what's the website they can visit
1: Uh, Artemis.com
0: perfect Asher thanks so much again
1: all right Take care.
0: Bye. Thanks to ArtCloud for sponsoring this week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast. Trusted by thousands of galleries, artists, and collectors worldwide, ArtCloud's all-in-one art management solution, and integrated art marketplace, is the fastest growing of its kind. Use ArtCloud's marketplace to discover and buy exceptional pieces tailored for your taste, share your favorites with friends and fellow art enthusiasts, and use the app to visualize artwork in your own space. If you're an artist or gallery, plug into ArtCloud's best-in-class art management platform, including easy-to-use client inventory management, sales assistance, and the opportunity to grow your business by listing your art on ArtCloud's booming marketplace. Are you ready to explore ArtCloud? Registration's free, so sign up now on ArtCloud.com. That's spelled artcl dot and request a demo today.